Hide. Read. Not for radio. Hello there, it's us. And can I just quickly say before I read you this next yarn, that this yarn is the reason why we do Not For Radio. You've been very, very excited to, to spill this one forth. It's just... Um, <laughs> fucked. There <laughs> <laughs> okay. you go. This is what I've missed in my life. Since March, when we finished up doing Not For Radio last time, these are the yarns that I've been... Hanging out to here. And we've got like 200 or more banked up. Like, we are so raring to go. Insert anonymous. Scan on, fella and fellette. (laughs) Does it say the country they're from? Uh, Judging by the language? It's Australia. Okay. Love the potty. Have been listening since the start. And I always catch myself thinking about a story my boss told me of his younger days, which completely blew my mind when I first heard it. I might get into trouble for telling this story, depending on who hears it. But ah, fuck it. It's worth it. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks for taking one for the team. For a little background info, my boss is as hard as they come. He's broken his back twice, once rolling a bulldozer, another time overshooting a jump on a 450cc race court. <laughs> And had bowel cancer recently. And after extensive surgery, with his entire guts being removed from his abdomen and stuffed back in, was told to rest for at least 12 weeks with minimal exertion. So, instead, he strapped up his colonoscopy bag (laughs) up nice and tight and went on a three-month road trip across Europe on a GS1200 with his wife on the back. Fucking legend. Absolute (laughs) champion. What a champion. Anyone that races, anyone that jumps a race quad bike, <laughs> those things are called fucking widow makers. <laughs> this story has not even started. Okay. Just a bit of context. He has many, many amazing stories. It's the highlight of any barbecue or work party. But this one story is my favorite. It was back in the mid 80s and he was in his 20s and he was an avid pig hunter. On one trip, he was out hunting with his brother. No success on this trip. Packed up the XF Falcon station wagon, dogs in the back, guns tucked under the rear footwell, headed off down the road as dusk turned into night. Driving down the road, miles from nowhere, when all of a sudden there's this loud bang, followed by ringing ears and a car cabin filled with smoke. The boss is driving, swerves a little bit, corrects it, looks to his left and sees blood all over the windscreen. For a moment, he's like, fuck, I think I've hit something. But the blood is on the inside of the windscreen, and the smoke smells like gunpowder. <laughs> he looks down at his brother's leg and realises what's happened. They accidentally left one in the chamber, and the dogs have stepped on the trigger, and the rifle has blown a hole the size of a grapefruit in his brother's right thigh. Oh, shit. The boss pulls the car over, breaks the hinge in the seat so he can lay it flat, cuts the seatbelt with his knife, makes a tourniquet for him, and seeing the footwell now filling up with blood so much that it's actually sloshing around in a puddle, he needs he knows he needs to get help fast. No kidding. Racking his brain, he's like, oh, God, what am I going to do? My brother's going to die. He remembers years ago he used to ride with a fella whose wife was a vet nurse and they lived out in the bush not far from where they were. So off he fucks like a cut cat. <laughs> Arriving in the dead of the night, he pulls up to the front door and is greeted by his helpers uh, who don't take long to realise the severity of the situation and get to work on his brother's leg. Now, one thing you probably know about pig dogs is they quite they are quite excitable and are trained for a specific purpose. They know what happens when a gun goes off. They're like swimmers oh. on the starting block, waiting for the bang so they can get to work. 
But in this situation, they're in a pent-up in a car with the smell of blood, gunpowder, arousing their excitable little brains. When the door finally opens, everyone was so fixated on the trauma in front of them, no one noticed the dogs taking off into the night. Well, no one except my boss when the dogs returned with the vet nurse's dead cat in their mouth. (laughs) Thanks for helping. (laughs) Got it! I got it! Look at me! Go pat my head! He quickly picked up the poor cat and biffed it over the neighbour's fence. (laughs) It actually just says fence, not neighbours. Won't be any neighbours out there. Only for the dogs to go and retrieve it again and return it to his feet. (laughs) This happened many times. The vet gets to work stabilising the brother. They call the ambulance and off he goes to hospital. Last I heard, the brother lost about 70% of his thigh muscle and walks with a limp and doesn't hunt anymore, but still loves his brother. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> I was thinking for a second there that one of the dogs had smoked one of the other dogs in the back by accidentally standing up. There's a great, there's a great clip in uh, a movie called Boondock Saints, big Wesley Lee's massive movie aficionado, where the main guy who's got the long hair, I can't remember his name, he smacks his bangs his hands down on the table and hits a gun and blows this cat away next to him. <laughs> he fucking tumbles all over himself. It's a real shame because we're pro-cat. It's really devastating to hear. It is one of the greatest movie segments because it is pandemonium and his cracked out druggy muscles goes, were you just, did you just shoot? Just shoot. He goes, what? What's its fucking name, bitch? Tell me its name. <laughs> Puts the gun to his own head and goes, I'll shoot myself with the fucking head right now. You tell me that cat's name, bitch. <laughs> he's just up there and he goes, ah, fuck, what colour was it? <laughs> what colour was it? She's stressing me out. <laughs> Very good movie. Great. Wow, man, that is crazy. Shit, that'd be terrifying. Yeah, Check man, your very, shit. Very lucky. Yeah, fucking blowout. But things are pretty fast and loose in the 80s. I'm sure everyone would be a, a lot better now. Because people have fucking grapefruit-sized holes in their legs. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mate. Not For Radio returns in nine days.